Hello, welcome and thank you for joining us on the Fantasy Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're a fan of fictional characters and famous people going head-to-head in a five-side football setting, then you are in luck because this is the absolute blueprint of a show for you. If you're not interested in football, don't worry. It's mostly about pop culture and fantasy and just trying to have a laugh whilst we chat about it. There's a competitive edge too. And last week, Rob took victory in the Food Mascot Challenge, where players such as Julius Pringles and the Red Jelly Baby took on Captain Birdseye. This week, I'll be looking for revenge whilst Rob seeks to extend his winning streak and Ronald McDonald to an unprecedented three in a row. Find out what happens as we get into the match right up next. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously I was, I was happy to have won, naturally. And um, I was eagerly awaiting your prize to come. Hello, Rob. Hello. How's it going? Not bad, are you? I'm all good. Are you ready for another week of fantasy, fantasy football? Maybe too ready. Yeah, I mean, I've got to try something different. I am on a two-game losing streak, and I think... Well, that's good, because I am not. I think I just about finished preparing my team. That, I mean, I, I would think that was a good thing, but you tend to surprise me with your, your odd choices and they end up... <laughs> I, I, on paper, I think, well, I should win this round and then I don't. So um, you thinking on your feet's not always a good thing for me. If I lose this, it'll be the longest losing slash winning streak we've had. We've never had a three in a row. No, true. So, I like a challenge. Yeah, odds are ever in your favour and all mm. that, to quote the Hunger Games. <laughs> Is that where that? Is... Surely that's not where that's originally from. Probably not, but you can fact check if you want. I w- I w- I'm tempted, but I won't. We'll we'll just say it's from there. Leave no that. No Leave that for the people. <laughs> um, so if the same kids from last week are listening, feel free to Google that. Let us know. Yeah. Those bloody kids. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're they're honestly they're the bane of my existence. <laughs> sending us emails. Oh, what do they do next? Tweet us, please. <laughs> tweeters um, <laughs> anyone <laughs> <laughs> so should we talk about uh should we talk about your prize for winning last week's food mascots episode yeah definitely but for once it actually didn't arrive um and i was confused why so i i thought i managed to find the I, I did i did kind of get a I, I inquired about it online and i managed to get um I managed to get like a, a code I could use online to, to look into it and see where it had gone and what had gone wrong and why I hadn't received it. And um, when I looked into it, it turned out that you'd sent me um, an Easter egg, which was very nice and, and very topical at the moment. As, as it's food, I, I, apparently you're not meant to post food, which, which I, I, I wasn't really, you know, completely 100% aware of, but I, I sort of, I did wonder. Um, but I, they managed to send me a picture of it and it was at this point that I kind of, my, the feeling that you were trying to do something nice turned into the feeling that maybe you were a little bit spiteful about losing. Because all over the egg, it said, this is food, this is food, this is food um, on the packaging. So you'd clearly wrapped it up and then gone, well, we might not know that's an egg. And therefore, it might actually make it to me. And as I like Easter eggs, um, that would have been a good prize. And you'd managed to um, definitely insist on it being food and therefore it didn't get to me. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll assume that was just um, maybe a way of checking that you were within the guidelines of Royal Mail. I'm, I'm not sure, but it, it, it did seem a little bit spiteful. Well, if you've got if you've got a keyboard in front of you now, 
you yeah. can have a look down and you can see that the F is next to the G. And so what's gone on there is I've I've obviously written it handwritten, but I've just made a typo. So it was meant to say this is good, this is good, this is good, but um, oh, right. yeah, no, it's just a typo. It's a it's a typo with my handwriting. Yeah, that that I mean, yeah, because they're right next to each other on the keyboard. So, um, so yeah, if you're if you're looking at that while you're writing, I guess there's a there's a a very very minute chance of doing that, but it's the only way to it write. Has to happen, it has to happen eventually. Um, so many times I've called this the Gantasy Gantasy Gutball. Podcast, yeah. unbelievable. I, yeah, I thought that's what it was called at first. So, I'm glad I mean, if you if you look that up, they actually have uh, pretty good content. You know, um, that's like so, the Hungarian version. Yeah, so that's at Gank Gank Gut. If you're uh, <laughs> if you're looking for them on socials, well, hey, it's uh, thought that counts and all that. And oh yeah, I hope maybe maybe you'll be able to return the favor if I ever win a game again. Which brings us on handily to the theme this week, which was your choice. As always, I, I probably overthink what the theme's going to be. You know, I had a few different things I was thinking of going for, and there's a, there are a few things in the back of my mind that I think I'm going to have to do that eventually, but I'm kind of shelving it. Or even waiting for it to be topical, because we love to be topical, <laughs> despite, despite never doing it ever. Um, <laughs> we, really, we really, really want to be. I ended up actually doing something from last week because because it kept kept grating on my mind. If you remember last week, we mentioned well, I think I think even it was me that mentioned that maybe we'll have a celebrity chefs episode in the future. Um, and so I thought let's just go celebrity chefs because I I love I love cooking shows. I don't really know why because I do as much as I, I quite enjoy cooking. I'm I don't. I don't really cook anything that interesting, I don't think, but I just love, especially especially American cooking shows, but I do like MasterChef, the UK one. And obviously we we've, I've referenced that in um, Gaming Week, um, even though it's completely irrelevant, but managed to force it into the Halo reference. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, but I love, I love American cooking shows just because they're so dramatic. And, and I just, I like, I like American food icons. So it was just, it was a perfect, it was a dream week for me. But, but you know what that means? Of course, that, that means that if I do lose this week, I'll be really devastated. Yeah, it's, um, do you know, it's probably not, probably not a great one for me. I'm not, um, not a lover of of cooking shows i watch i watch a bit but i tend to find them for me they're a bit like background noise but there are a few that i think you're right i think the sweet spot for me is your ridiculous american ones we're all being really cautious not to mention anyone just in case there's a last minute change to the lineups but i'm sure when we get to them we'll both be quite quite uh quite pleased with who turns up but yeah i i've i've got a few yeah there's some left field choices for uh for this week so I don't know, maybe maybe I'll impress you with sheer weirdness. Maybe you'll um <laughs> maybe maybe your picks will will just be too good to, to turn down. I mean, anyone with a Michelin star is probably looking good. <laughs> I'm hoping so. But at the same time I do I do think um you know, e- even if I pick like massive giants of like UK and American um, cooking culture, let's say, um, there's always the chance that your potential outside choices will catch me off guard. Um, but I do think there, there's a few in there that you may think, who the hell's that? And then be like, bloody hell, that's that's a, a titan of a choice. Um, after a lot of Googling. 
but um, but yeah, I'm 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 hopeful, but I'm always cautious. For I think week week one, I remember thinking this should be fine for me, and then it wasn't, and then I then I ended up being like, what was it, three nil down or something. So I need to be, uh, and I'm I'm always unsure of how it will go, but I'm I'm quietly confident. Uh, so shall we? Should we talk about team names? Yes, definitely. Now, typically the home side would go first, but you have already pre-warned me. You've got a whole recipe book's worth of names. Oh, yeah. As so, but I, I do think the standard's better this week. Okay. Which I know I know better than dreadful isn't a lot, but it's, you know, it's still better, I think. Shall I get my one rubbish one out of the way? Get your one brilliant one out of the way if you want. Yep. Uh, I've gone for Nigella Law Sunderland. That's good. And it's not even one I've picked, so well there done. There we go. Nigella Law Sunderland. That's the away team. Um, and if they play like Sunderland, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Considering I've picked like way too many like other options and I didn't think of that, that's enough to to ruin my day. So. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> Well, yeah, obviously, I've kind of forced this as being my thing every every week of having endless team names that that I could have used that that are dreadful puns or or just dreadful. Uh, really. um, but yeah, so my other options are included, and also actually, this will give you some this will give you some ideas for your picks. But I'm I'm willing to do that in in a, a poor attempt at, at humour. Um. But I've gone for as my other options: Aaron Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. That's pretty good. Bobby Flamino, like Bobby Flay, f- famous American TV. <laughs> um, this is a bit of this is one you have to really, you have to do like a proper Shirley Bassey um, mouth to get it to work right. But it's I've gone for Restaurant Apoel because there's a, a American cooking show called Restaurant Impossible. Move on quickly. Yeah. Um, James Martin Tyler. Fine. Uh, the Naked Jeff Shreves. Oh, lovely. That's for, yeah. Like, like, like the Naked Chef. Um, Wolfsburg Puck, like Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, very nice. That's not a bad one. Uh, Jamie Oliver Norwood. I hate Jamie Oliver. Well, I'd, I've got uh, no so, strong opinion, so, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just I saying. And I, no, he's he's I had a couple of references, that. and he's doing. Yeah. He he does all right, but he did take chips away from us. So I think now we probably let's deplatform Jamie Oliver. And um, turkey Twizzlers. Well, never that bothered about turkey Twizzlers. It was just chips and cheese on a Friday and a Tuesday. But yeah, I've sadly I've still got more, so I can't. Um, uh, Rick Steinsteiger. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Matthias Klitschin. Very nice. Um, too many Paul Cooks. <laughs> Typical. Uh, Typical. Got... It, it is. Um, Ipswich just, uh, he... just got taken over today. Paul Cook's the manager there. So, Have you seen the Paul Cook video where halfway through his voice changes? No. It was from like the other day, and it's the funniest thing ever because he's got, I think he had like a cold or something. And his voice is completely gone, and halfway through, his voice completely changes. Yeah, if we can, if we can find it, if you hear the clip, either before or after this, we've been bothered to yes. sort that out. And if you don't, we'll probably post a link to it. That sounds fair. Yeah, very that least. sounds fair. 
Um, I'm going to try and look for it while I go through because it, it's it's very very funny. But yeah, anyway, in the meantime, I'll carry on. Ronnie Dyler Smith. Okay. Yeah. 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 Written down. Yeah. Perfect. But in but in reality, it's awful. <laughs> um, and uh, the Great British Kickoff. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 right. But in in uh, tribute to my my favourite TV chef. I've gone for Flavor Town FC. Fair enough. Um, and in the meantime, I have managed to find the video, so I will play it because it's hilarious. <laughs> it, it says um, it was tweeted by DJ Liam H, and it, the the caption reads: "I challenge you to watch this without at least smiling." Paul Cook's voice changing halfway through an interview absolutely ruins me. We've got to try and win. That's the brutal truth. If we want to get in the playoffs, we've got to try and win. Because you watch us today and again, it's the same things that come out of the game that we don't have to discuss game after game. We've just got to stay as positive as we can now for as long as we can. What? I've watched that on a loop for so so long. <laughs> it's just amazing. Because I know he's, he must have a cold or something, but it just sound, both voices sound like real voices. Now It just blows my mind. Great stuff. I mean, but anyway, cool. Well, <laughs> I'm so there you sorry. go. A little treat for everyone. So uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll head on over for kickoff. Flavortown FC versus Nigella Law Sunderland. I think I'm going to start in midfield. And I can't, I do kind of feel like I'm kicking myself for this because it is kind of like the go-to selection, and I, and I just it's somebody I really I really like, and I, I really like seeing on. It's one of those where in any cooking show, and um, and I, it's just one of those sorts of things where it, it's an obvious choice, but I just need to guarantee that I've got it. Um, and also, I kind of I can't but think it could be an easy win, but you never know in this game, as we both know. Um, but in central midfield, I've gone for Gordon Ramsay. I did have him in my team. Fortunately, not centre mid. Uh, oh. He's the one I wanted this week. I love Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't. I feel like he's one of them people where you know, like the a lot of people might be like, oh, well, I, you know, he, he's a bit nasty and stuff. But I, I still don't know anyone that dislikes him. I just find him so funny. Like, yeah, the stuff he says to people. That idiot sandwich meme is ridiculous. That's a grown man saying it to like a grown woman, and yeah. you just. And I, I know, I know, some people think it goes a bit too far, and there are times he probably does go a bit far. But some of the stuff he says on like kitchen nightmares, yeah. where he just calls people like fat idiots, yeah. or he just calls them useless, or yeah, you know, yeah, he's the master at walking past someone, giving them a side eye, and then saying "f and l, <laughs> f me," and just like walking out a door past him, and you just think, "Oh, that must be so so oh, killer." What be- best Ramsey show? It's a tough one, but I would be tempted to Hell's Kitchen just because of how much he really lays into him. Kitchen Nightmares is good, but I like the I like how he sort of grows. I mean, I think in, a, in in any other show you'd say, oh, it's nice how they grow, you know, like a fondness for each other, but in that he grows like a hatred for each of them, and it's it's quite it's, it's interesting because you get to see him kind of have these little. It's kind of, it, what you'd call an in joke for anyone else. It's like um, you know an in insult. Where you know he sort of goes, oh, I hate them for this and them for this, and in each week it's it's um, you know you, you can't you're waiting for him to pick up on something that he he really doesn't like about somebody and then stick to it. 
it's tough though because he's in, he's just has so many good shows. There's that um, Helen back like twenty four hours to you know where he has to he has to like fix a restaurant in twenty four hours. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, and Master Chef USA is brilliant in that because he because again he just he, he sort of he's all he's all cuddly with everyone and then as soon as it goes wrong he's screaming at him. I don't I don't dislike the the like Master Chef Junior things, but. I'm and I'm not saying I want him to shout at kids, but like that's it, you lose that in stuff like I that. I do. You always, well, yeah, I do really. I do. You know, it's not. It's just not the same. And he, I want him to shout at everyone. Yeah, um, yeah, do it fun in it. Yeah, We're just having a laugh. It, it it is kind of like the trump card this week, but it doesn't mean it'll win though. But I just can't. I couldn't. I, I had. It was the first name in the team sheet. And in central midfield, he does he does play well in soccer aid. So it's like for once, he's actually someone who can play football. Well, I've got an alternative anyway. Yeah. One thing that I think is obviously pivotal to a centre midfielder is the ability to close down, particularly in five aside. We want someone that's able to close down, and nothing closes down restaurants <laughs> faster than hygiene issues, such as say having rats. Yeah. Ergo, I've gone for Remy from Ratatouille. That's a clever one. I knew, I knew you'd have clever ones. I, I would never have thought of that. R- Remy from Ratatouille. Now, that, I, don't, I don't care how good a chef you are. He'll shut you down. It, it did in the end. I mean, yeah. Auguste Gusto, his restaurant, shut down because rats everywhere. It, it's a top, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's a very clever pick. It's a battle between the theme itself and somebody who's decided to Look at that theme and run away from it. <laughs> so, yeah, I do like I Ratatouille. Mean, it's a, it, Ratatouille gets better as you get older, I think. As a it's, film. A good, it's a good film. I mean, yeah, and to be fair, it's, 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 the, the theme is celebrity chefs. That that's technically a celebrity. Somebody in a film, and he's a chef. So I don't I don't see why that's outside of the rules. I didn't say they had to be human or like non-fiction. <laughs> be tightening um, that up next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next time, maybe I will. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough. I think, like, I know, I know, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot a bit. But one thing that I do, I am kind of thinking is, um, we've already kind of established that as much as Gordon Ramsay's very, very rough and very, you know, and and obviously, even when he's played football and soccer aid, he's been, you know, he's very, he's very. You know, he just tackles everything that moves, and he's you know as you'd imagine him to be. Mm. But but his one Achilles heel, um, as we know from any any show he's had, is um, when he's when he's facing children, he goes very light on them. So I feel like we're going to struggle to differentiate which of these is stronger. So maybe the best way to work it out immediately in my head is how old is Remy. <laughs> If Remy's a child, Gordon's not going to go for him, and he so might the, let him off. The film he... came out in 2007, which, yeah. 14, which is mad, really. 13, 14 now, but I can find out actually how old he is. Oh, I can try and find out. I don't definitely I, know that this will be possible. If, I mean, if you, if you can prove he's, he's not a child, then, uh, then, you know, if you can prove he is a child, sorry, I mean, then... Then that's an that's an easy win, just based on Gordon Ramsay's Achilles heel of not going for not going for kids in any any way. Oh well, do you know what the lifespan of a rat is? What a brown rat is apparently two years, and a black yeah. rat is apparently twelve months. But isn't he blue? 
I think that's made up. <laughs> I think that's creative Damn license. Um, what, um, does, is, there a, is there a lifespan for fictional blue rats, preferably animated? Well, if you look for blue rat lifespan, it brings up black rat and gives you 12 months, which is exciting. Mm. I mean, we could assume he lives slightly longer and gets to be sort of... It's, it's tough because I, I, what I was hoping was, and I know this is, this is a stretch, but I was hoping that we'd somehow be able to find out how old he is then work out what that is in human years, and then we have our answer. Okay. But um, I don't think anywhere says how old he is. And, and I mean, if, if we compare it to the apparent... I think it's Pat Oswalt, the American stand-up comedian, voiced him. Um, but he's definitely going to be a grown-up when he did it. So I, I, I don't want to jump straight to that. But I don't know how else to do it. Being a big Pixar star, Remy Remy would probably bring in a lot of kids to watch. Would Ramsey want to be at his worst in front of in front of like a a good crowd of children? Um, I don't know. I think I think he. Well, I mean, he does at soccer aid, and that brings on a lot of kids. He still turns it on then, and he he'll just two foot everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't care who's watching. I don't think. Tricky. It's tough. And I don't, I don't want to go straight for the managers yet. It's way too early. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Gordon Ramsay. I would have picked him. I think he probably would two foot a rat. However old it, it is, to be honest, I think I think Ramsay wins it. I, I mean, I'm just thinking as well, how many times has he... Um, do you think he's killed a rat, actually? Probably. I'm looking up, Gordon Ramsay kills rats. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay kills and eats a swamp rat in disgusting clip. Okay, well apparently well, he's killed and eaten a rat. That's fine then. That's that's one nil to you. It, it's a it's a tough one because I do like Ratatouille. I'm partial to a very high quality Pixar film. <laughs> War is probably my favourite. Yeah. Or either that or Up. I do like Up. And the good thing about Up is they get the sad bit out of the way. I haven't watched it for a while, but I do have a theory that that bit carries the whole film. And yeah. that's for another week. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, I'm amazed I haven't got to that yet. But yeah, okay. Well, your word's not mine. I'll take it. One nil. It's very hard to know where to go next, but I feel like the, there's two there's two names in my head where I just think I've got to go from. You know, it's like it's like Mourinho picking his Spurs team and he has to pick Kane and Son. <laughs> uh, it's the same for me with this. It's kind of been a running theme for me to have to kind of have a full team that makes sense and then the striker doesn't necessarily make sense because, I, I, I mean, I suppose that's fair because in a lot of ways, a striker a striker can be quick or it can be slow and strong instead of, you know, prioritise strength over pace or or just be creative and, you know, it, it doesn't always necessarily have to be this is how they are. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, a goalkeeper, if, the, if they wear gloves, you know, I've picked them. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so with with my striker option, I've kind of, I've just gone. You know what, sod it. I'll go for who who I think I would I want to see up front. And I've gone for my. I've kind of gone for the Italian way of thinking. Where I've gone for my star man. He'd, he'd have number ten, and even if he was in his forties, he'd still be starting every game. Um, and I've gone for Guy Fieri. Akidogs. Which I know again. You know, it's it's it's. I've gone with my heart over my head, but I just couldn't leave him out because he's just my—he's one of my favourite people. Yeah, frosted tips. Yeah, have flame um, shirts. Yeah, backwards just, sunglasses. He, he just, just, the lot. Yeah, 
I, I actually I dressed up as him for Halloween once, and as you can imagine, it it was it, nobody knew that it was him because <laughs> I looked absolutely nothing like him. But the thought was there. So who have you gone for up against Guy Fieri? This is someone who I've uh, I've actually met in real life, and I shook their hand. Therefore, I know Ooh. they have strong hands. And would Ergo make a very good goalkeeper? So I've gone for Sai from the Hairy Bikers. That's a very clever. You know, you know how stupid. You know, <laughs> I'm lost for words. I, I actually didn't think of either of them, and that's a very clever choice. I, I do, I do, I don't, I do like the Hairy Bikers, but I, which one is Sai? He's the taller one with typically greyer hair. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, see, I've gone the one with the, the more of a physical presence. Yeah, really. Cy King, if anyone wants to go and look him oh, up. Right. But he, uh, obviously, is bikers, used to wearing gloves, just as an added yeah. added bonus. That's, and That's true, actually. You've gone for my approach. Yeah. Going, Do they wear gloves? Okay, well, then they're in my And it, it's, purely from, it's purely from experience. I just know that that is a man with safe hands. Very good handshake. Right. Yeah, you know, Dave. Dave was. It wasn't that Dave refused a handshake. He was just the other side of Sai, so I could get to Sai. But they're busy guys. It was very gracious of Sai to shake my hand. I'm sure Dave would have as well. But hey, yeah, well, they, well, they must surely they were nice in real life. Please yeah, tell really, me they were nice. Great in real guys. They oh, we okay. were like at school and um, waiting for the bus, yeah. and they were in the marketplace and they were, like walking through, gave high five, shook hands, all that sort of stuff. I'd, I'd be so upset if they were horrible. No, no. Harry Bike is confirmed as good guys. You heard it here. Oh, thank God. Maybe not first, but um, but I would imagine you heard it here like towards the top of your list. Well, thinking about it, we actually both could have put um, a celebrity chef we've met in real life because I've met Simon Rimmer and I could have put him. Did you? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, you can tell that I've, I've got no, I've got no qualms about you picking him, or <laughs> a, a, the possibility that I've already picked him myself because I've already mentioned it. He was doing like, um, he was like cooking something in Cheshire Oaks as like a way of going, oh, buy this or whatever. And I remember we'd just been, I, I was with, I was with Jess and her brother, and I remember being, you know, when you're so starstruck and you, but you know, and it, it, I mean, you know, it's not, it, he's quite, quite a normal, casual guy, and he's very, very nice, but. Even so, I kind of thought I need to make sure whatever I say really, really counts. I just didn't know what to say at all. And, I th- and he, he said, oh, um, <laughs> I had a bag with me from like looking around the place. And he said, he said, uh, oh, what have you bought? And I just went, oh, just some stuff. Nice. I, didn't even, I don't think I even said hello to him. That was all I said. And then I had a really uncomfortable picture with him where I just look, I look like I've just, I'm about to be hit by a car. <laughs> You know, I just look completely stunned, and I'm just, and it was just awful. But he, he was very nice, though. But I just feel like, you know, and you're just like, no, oh, well, I've, I had, t- I had like two seconds to just say the right thing, and I didn't. I was just like, oh yeah, just some stuff, and it was almost like, you know, I don't want to tell you, Simon Rimmer, from the from Sunday brunch. I don't trust you. You never know. Um, he might use but... that story himself. Now he might regale people so. with times that. <laughs> One guy just bullishly shrugged him off. Just some stuff, man. Get out of my hair, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think the sad thing is, well, that's not even like a good story. So it's like he he probably doesn't even remember it. I wish I wish it was like a bad story, but it's just like a completely. It's just a non non. It's just like an almost non-existent story where he's just like, oh, I don't even remember you, and I'd, I'd be very upset. But should we see know, if we can anyway. try and arrange another meeting? Should we just 
if we, if let's we get could, a campaign yeah. going. If we could get also, by the way, while I'm, while I think of it, um, and also kind of getting back on on subject, when you said Psy, I thought you meant Psy as in the the um, Korean music star. Well, he, uh, I've I've put him on the wing. Explanations to come oh, right. later. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Sorry, um, because I just feel like Gangnam Style doesn't reference any food, so that's surely there's no there's no way of blagging that, even <laughs> even in this game. You're making me want to try now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, between between the two, it's it's very difficult because I I mean I do admit to picking Guy Fieri based on just based on the fact I really like Guy Fieri, and he's one of those things where it's like. You know, I'm kind of taking one for my own team to be like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't drop him. He, you know, he, he's just, he's, you know, he's, he's just, he's just, such, he's just such a nice guy, you know, and, and he, and um, he's just so iconic. I just couldn't, I couldn't leave him out. But at the same time, I, I, I kind of knew that doing that was, could be at the, at the expense of possibly dropping a point here. I don't know. It is, it's tough because I'm kind of edging towards saying, well, I, I could imagine Sai from Harry Bikers being a really, really good shot stuff. I'm certain of it. I, I feel like we do we go off stats as much as we can now, and you know, like facts. So I, I'm sort of trying to find a way where fact Sai's got a firm handshake. Well, that, I mean, I know it's, it sounds silly, and I really do. Tr- I try not to like cave in over anything, but. I do feel like it's it's such a it's such a fine margin that that might do it because you do know that for it, a fact. It, it's definite. And I, I trust that you're not lying. So, I mean, I think I think based on the fact that I'll, I'll die on this hill for Guy Fieri, which which is one of my many phrases. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's one all. Oof. Harry Biker is bringing it back. Well, one of them anyway. <laughs> It's tough to know where to go next, but I think I'm going to go centre back. Um, I know usually I, I do kind of go for like proper athletes, like I'll go for Hitman or um, Ultron, or you know, just, just somebody who's tall, but also they've they've got a bit of they've got some some kind of like tactical tactical component in the mind, or or they're intelligent. Um, but this time I've I've kind of gone for like who who do I think would would do the job in it. It's really in a kind of Sunday league atmosphere, I suppose, which which five five aside always has that kind of element to it. Um, so I've gone for Paul Hollywood at centre back. Okay, interesting. I think he's the type that you know he's he you know he's all he's all smiles on the telly, but he's he's up for a scrap if he needs to. Not bad, not bad, Paul Hollywood. But who's going up against Paul Hollywood? Pure creativity. I've gone with Heston. Heston that's Blumenthal. A, that's, a clever, that's a clever one. Um, he's definitely creative. I've got opportunities for him out wide to, uh, to get that ball in that sort of creative area, feed the striker. It's difficult to say too much without um, giving away other players. But, you know, there's a workmanlike ethic to this team, and I think Heston will bring a nice flourish, that creativity, sees things others don't. Big yeah, reputation it's... as well. It, 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 is, it is like brain versus brawn, isn't it? Yeah. How how do you reckon Hollywood's quite reserved with his handshakes, isn't he? He doesn't, he is. he he doesn't, doesn't... offer up contact. Do you think that's avoiding contact? Or do you think that's just uh, 
I think yeah, I think he know I think he knows he knows when to when to go to him and when not to. Yeah. You know, he, he he um but I think I think he's the type where he would put his hands behind him in a free kick. Um <laughs> but he know he knows he knows when he might get away with it with a handball. When he know, he knows VAR's switched off for a few minutes, he'll know he knows when to do it. Um He's, you know, he's 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 quite switched on, but he's very, you know, he's very, he doesn't doesn't give a lot away, mm. you know. He's he's a thinking man. He's he's not a thinking man's defender, but he's 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 no fool. Um, I should say um, actually, uh, yeah, my my wide player was originally going to be Gordon Ramsay, so Heston is a substitute. Heston is my oh, substitute right. coming in. So that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I should I should clarify, in the interest of fairness, I could have got away with that. But uh, yeah, Ramsey Ramsey turned up on the other team, so very very good of you. Well, you know, nothing if not fair. So, um, well, it's it's tough now, really, because I do I, I do see the I do see the qualities in Heston, um, and he was actually one of my my options off the bench if it came to it. Um, he was actually originally my manager, but then I changed to someone else. But we'll come to that later. <laughs> um, but then I do. I just think Paul's the type where you know he will. He, you know he's he's up for a fight, and he's 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 got a big presence physically and kind of in the world of cooking. Um, so you know, and I mean, you, you you see how much people people really appreciate when he gives gives people handshakes on on telly. That's very important to him, and it's more important to them. Um, so I'm not really sure how we decide this. To be honest, sadly, there's not really a lot of you know. One chef versus another. Um, He's about the same height as Heston as well. Is he? Um, Do you know four foot? Uh, four foot as if five foot seven. Oh, oh, I wouldn't expect that. No, the Heston would be a lot taller. Yeah, they're roughly the same age. Paul's there is so slightly older. I've just seen on shortlist.com. There's who is Britain's hardest TV chef? Oh, here we go. If you'd be willing for me to look at that from 2017, this is. Um, I'm hoping that it's. Oh, it is ranked. Um, oof. oof, this is going to be tough. I'm, I'm scared of how this could go. Um, so, number one, number one is Gordon Ramsay, which should be shocked to hear. Uh, you'll be even, you'll even be even more shocked to hear who who number two is. Who would you think was was the second? Hardest Brit like chef in Britain. I don't know. I would have guessed maybe, maybe like Greg Wallace or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Gino Diacampo, which I feel like is just isn't true, especially if Anthony Warrell Thompson's number three. Uh, <laughs> but number four is Paul Hollywood, and Heston's number eight. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. But then I don't. If I Heston, ten, I don't. I don't really understand how they've they've chosen this. Heston doesn't need to be a hard man though. At wide, it just dazzle you. True. They True. do describe him here as a uh, nausea cuisine wizard. It's very tough. I'm not sure how how we how we work this out. Anything like worth? Yeah, know, that's that's bit, that does feel a bit mean, but <laughs> how much is he worth? We could bring him. Uh, we could bring in managers. I guess that would be another alternative. It may come to that. Yeah. Um, I'm look. I'll look up net worth if you want. Um, 
it's hard, it's so hard to find like recent ones. Mm. Here's one from 2021 for Heston. For 2021, he his estimate net worth is 3.5 million. Oh wow! Um, I'm trying to find one as recent for Paul Hollywood. Bloody hell! Apparently, apparently Paul Hollywood is 11.5. Fine. <laughs> well, we've we've gone two places in Paul Hollywood's. Looking like it's coming out on top, so I don't feel good about this round, but I don't I don't know what else we can do. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. We'll go it makes nice rustic rolls that you can bake at home as well. And I've never baked any Heston stuff at home. So uh, I don't mind. No, I we can we yeah. can go two one. Two one it is. I think I'm gonna go to uh, goalkeeper now. Um but it, it it is a name you might not be aware of. Um, but there's, I'm not sure if you've, if you've heard of a show on Food Network called Restaurant Impossible. Um, I, I did try to make a really bad pun out of it before. <laughs> uh, I, I don't watch it. No, it, it's a, it's pretty much a show. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite um, an enjoyable show because it's where um, an English chef who's really, really bulked up, like to a point where he, he just doesn't suit him at all. Uh, but he he, bur- he he goes to someone's restaurant, similar, very similar to um, uh, like the Gordon Ramsay twenty four hours show he does, where he tries to f- he, he pre- it, it's pretty much that, but from a few years ago with a less as famous chef. Um, but he's but this massive muscle bound chef um, turns up at the restaurant. He has a a massive um, like jackhammer sledgehammer with him actually and smashes through one of the walls to show how, how tough he is because <laughs> he likes to show off how tough he is because he really is tough honestly and then and then he, he you know he, he's like he is a good chef but he just he sort of like look how look how bulky i am i i will destroy everyone here um but he's called robert irvine and he's absolutely massive i can't tell you how massive he is and so for that reason uh, he's my goalkeeper yeah, looks like a looks like a good pick. I've uh, I've googled him, and yeah. he is huge. I, I think I have it. watched it a couple of times. It's just one of them where it's like you know the, he's got the he's got the designers into like you know oh, oh you know we'll we'll work to find a, a you know a a new design for this place and and there's people come in who are like oh great we know we know what stoves are the you know cutting edge, and you know and then he he kind of. He works alongside a few chefs to teach him how to how to cook properly and how to how to manage a kitchen hygienically and how to get the you know how to work out the finances in a professional way. But then out of nowhere, he just sledgehammers through a wall <laughs> and they're like, okay, "Okay, thanks for that." Um, but he, he's he's I think he's I think he's good at what he does. But he but he's just I just could see him being a good goalkeeper. I nearly put him at centre back, but I just thought Paul Hollywood's built for that that role. So this is what I went with in goal. He doesn't wear gloves. He wears gloves rarely, I think. That's one thing. Already at but, a disadvantage, then. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll be honest. Um, but but who's he going up against? That's that's the most important thing. Uh, yeah, so I've gone for a striker that's, I think, just just the star of the show, really. Um, so I've gone for Adam Richman, aka Man from Man vs. Food. That's a tough one. That's a very tough one. I mean, we've all watched Man vs. Food, and we've all thought yeah. how great it would be. He's also like, even though he was eating loads, he like he was in 
quite good tra uh he's in a huge training regime to make sure like he didn't just die yeah yeah whilst he, he was he, on he, it he just he just ward eventually and then he um he's got an interest in football as well so he yeah, he has yeah. stakes in grimsby i think yeah. ownership or something in grimsby and uh he played he's played in soccer aid another reference for mm. that um and not not to say how proficient he was in that, but in this world, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter too much. Just like a bit of colour. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, do you, do you remember what happened with him in Soccer Aid? Um, it was actually really upsetting because it meant so much to him to play in that. And obviously he came over and he trained so hard for it. And he came on for like 10 minutes and then they start, uh rest of the world started losing. So Mourinho took him off. And he, he bare, I don't think he even touched the ball. Oh. It was really, it was, and you just thought, God, that, that must have really upset him. But, um, but like you say, I mean, he has played football. We, we don't, we don't know Rob. I have actually found some pictures of Robert Irvine holding gloves. So, you know, holding or wearing, because holding implies he's not very, uh, um, there, there, there are, there's, there's some pictures of him holding construction gloves and then some of him wearing like rubber gloves. Um, but, but I'd would rather he wore the construction gloves because they they're a bit more you know like, um, they're sort of a bit more hard wearing that would be good for in goal. But um, but yeah, I mean it 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 puts me at the disadvantage that Adam Richmond has played football and you know like for the world to see. And he's he's uh, typically typically a bit of a winner. I think his he had a positive record on Man versus Food in the end, I believe. Yeah. And I mean, who, let's be honest. Who cares about the other guy since? Well, exactly. The show, the show was Adam Richmond doing. Yeah, it. I don't, I don't even know who the other guy is. He's certainly not in my team. Apparently, it's apparently it's Casey Webb. <laughs> Honestly, if you'd made that up, I'd yeah, it could be anyone. And I mean, that's the mark of like that's the mark of an imposing presence up top as well. Like you don't, you remember the man who wore the shirt before you. So I think yeah, that's very yeah, uh, very profound. Yeah, isn't it? It's quite yeah, quite yeah. dark. So yeah, I'm fairly fairly happy with um with Adam Richmond as a as a selection. I mean, like I say, I'm really trying not to cave in as much, but I just think the the you know just how effective Adam Richmond is as as a as a footballer compared to Robert Irvine potentially wearing industrial gloves. <laughs> Just make, makes me think that you've you that you've got it back to a draw at the moment. I think it's two two. I'll take it. I think it's that competitive. He's used to competing. I think that just uh, just yeah. pushes him That's, ahead. That too, yeah. All right, cool. Two two. Here we go then. Um, our last picks and. Um, Obviously, you've used your sub up and I haven't, so I do kind of have two chances at this. But at the same time, if your pick's strong enough, then that's there's nothing else I can do. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's a tough one because my other picks, I kind of I, I I put them in positions and then that was it. But with this one, I did kind of change a few times. But there was just one name that popped up, and I thought I can't leave him out. Um, and I just thought, like, we, we, you need a bit of a, you need sort of someone who's a bit creative and a bit, a bit unhinged on the wing, let's say. Um, so, 
I thought just you, you just I think my team's quite serious in a lot of ways. Apart from apart from Guy Fieri up front, it's very serious. It's very strong. Uh, I wanted somebody on the wing who's a bit creative and a bit lively and a bit just a bit eccentric. So I thought, who's the most who who fits that um, from chefs? And and I suppose um, just one name just stuck out. So for me on the wing, I've gone for Ainsley Harriet. Nice. Yeah, who, who, who have you got? Who who's stopping Ainsley Harriet? Uh, yeah. Uh, left field choice, Monica Geller from Friends. That's very left field. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that's a, no, it's clever. It's clever though. So a celebrity if, and a chef. Yeah, if you think about um, if you think about like playing centre back, you're going to want someone who's a good sweeper, Monica. Was an obsessive cleaner. Yeah, true. She's commanding presence from the bat. Very bossy. You see her in her work environment, and she's also quite, quite like a fired up. Uh, will tell you what to do, where to go, kind of individual. Works well in a team. True, as we've seen, got on well with like, her five friends for a very long time, and then their partners, obviously, as they arrived. Hi, Paul Rudd. Um, also, just like seems like a. Good person as well. Like I quite like Courtney Cox as a human. She seems pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and Monica does have does have a bit of sporting pedigree. She's very good when they're out playing uh, American football. Yeah. Um, for Super Bowl and whatnot. So you know, I just thought sticker at centre back. She's she's got a sort of. I don't want to say crazy side, but it's kind of like that. <laughs> well, she yeah. she could be quite intimidating, I think. Yeah. Um, I think she'd definitely get into Ainsley's head. I don't know. I just, I just think, I think, I just think Ainsley's too nice. I, I, I don't think any, I don't think anyone would want to upset, upset Ainsley Harriet. I don't think there's a picture of him where he's not smiling. I think he's just like, he'd be one of those like, um, like what Denver Bar used to be like, where they'd interview him and he'd just say that he loves syrup. And you're like, okay, uh, but what did you think of this game? He's like, I just love syrup. And you're like, okay, I can't fault you. Fair play to you. You're just, <laughs> you're just, you're just happy. <laughs> um, and I just think he's just, he's just completely mental. And fair play to him because he just, he just doesn't, he, uh, you know, he just, he, he you know, he, he just sort of, um, he goes. He goes with his heart, doesn't he? And he, lo- you know, he just loves everything. And I just think he's one of them that's just a, a bit of a live wire. You could see him being being quick and and quite quite technical. Um, does does far too many tricks. <laughs> Laughs all his way to the goal. Um, does does make poss- potentially frustrating celebrations after scoring, but you can't really fault him for it. Um, it's a tough one. I'm not. I'm not sure how we. I'm not sure how we really split this because I, I doubt anywhere's got Ainsley Harriet versus Monica. Uh, <laughs> it's always. It's always worth having and, a Google. And it's the decider, of course. Um, if it comes to it, I will. I will. I will have to bring on a sub. But it's. I'm. I'm very happy with my pick. So it's very. It's very. Very hard for me to do that because I don't really want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just think Monica's. I think Monica's more suited to her position than Ainsley. I th- I think she. I think she clean him out. There, there, there is a worry that he's too nice. 
Should we go to managers? I actually picked. It's it's quite a sad pick in a way because he's it's the only pick possibly like ever in the whole time I've been doing this podcast who isn't who is no longer alive. Um, but I just thought he's he's one of them people that's that he's he's got a lot of uh, a lot of swagger to him and he's he's sort of like he's he's an icon of of food so it's kind of a tribute to him. But I. I know I did say at one point I'd, I'd nearly put Heston Blumenthal as my manager, but I picked Anthony Bourdain. Um, I'm not sure if you know of him, but mm. he about he was it was about three years ago he he died, but he was he was just one he was one of those he was, he was like the bad the bad boy of of like celebrity chefs, mm. and he'd just go to like he'd go to like Japan and just spend like a month there and smoke and <laughs> hang around the place, and and he's just like. He's just like the definition of cool. Um, so, so yeah, it was kind of like a tribute to him. But he's like the fi- he, he's like the you know he's 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 kind of, he's got a voice. He's got a voice you could have listened to all day. Um, and he's like he's one of them with a lot of he's got a lot of uh, charisma to him. So I think he'd have been the perfect manager. Who would yours have been? Oh, the antithesis of all that, Delia Smith. That's good. <laughs> Well, you, you know what the team talked about. Well, exactly. I just thought she's... I mean, that one didn't go particularly well, but I just thought, well, football, food, chefs, probably yeah. probably where, should put Big you? Delia in there. Um, yeah. Get a bit of, let's be having you! I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't feel good about this week because I feel like I've, uh, I've really laid it onto you that I've... Obviously, I've got an interest in this and I'm like, I've, I've really, really got you to, to get involved and stuff, but... You know, it's it's the look of the draw, isn't it? A lot of the time, when I've picked the theme, you've won anyway, so it's it's hard to predict. Yeah, I think ultimately, I'm probably happy to to concede. I mean, Delia does represent Norwich, and I am an Ipswich fan. And you know, Anthony Bourdain, badass. So I think that's uh, I think that's three two to you. I think it's another win for Rob three in a row. It's finally happened then. Rob, after seven weeks, is in the overall lead with four wins against my three. We'd absolutely love to hear your thoughts on the show this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at @fantfantfootpod, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram uh, at fantfantfoot. You can also find us on YouTube and you can subscribe and like us on all your podcast apps and all the rest of it. And we will be back again next week for another exciting edition of the Fancy Fancy Football Podcast. Thank you very much for listening and have a lovely week. Bye.